This next man lives on Cross Lake, but is considered to live in the Pacagamo Township. Some people criticize how he grows his beard only on his chin, but one thing is known worldwide. He has the best lettuce in the league. Out of Pine City, Minnesota, Jared Kotek. This man comes out of the heart of Pacagama Township. He's almost always the biggest man in the room. You know him as the host of the show, the ginger in the logo, and also the ginger in your heart. Out of Pine City, Minnesota, Drew Steele. We are the PC Tourney Boys. We are happy to be captaining the ship going through your ear ocean all season long. This is the unofficial podcast of the 2018-19 Class A State Champs, the Pine City Dragons. We're excited to have you. Let's get going. What is up, everybody? Today is December 2nd, 2018. Welcome to the show. Lots of hockey going around. Later in the podcast, we'll interview Ryan Sandlin, two-time guest now, because obviously we just rack in the D1 talent on our podcast. What are you doing listening to the podcast if you're not listening in a PC tourney boy hat or sweatshirt or shirt? You know what I mean, Jared? Yeah, I'm in a shirt right now and a hat. Yeah, I'm in the hat. You know, my sweatshirt's dirty because I wore it three days in a row. That's how comfortable it is. Didn't wash it. It's time... You know what? Once in a while, you have to wash that kind of stuff. You have to clean your face off, and that's what I got to do. I got to clean my face and Jared's face off, make sure it's not as smelly. But you know what? It's so comfortable (laughs) that three days in a row, I didn't care about how much I stunk. I just cared about the comfort of the sweatshirt. And the sweatshirt- Just repping the brand. Yeah, exactly. I I asked my buddy the other day, hey, is it douchey if I wear my face on myself three times? It's so sick wearing your own face. And you know what? You should be wearing my face too. You at home. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. You at home, you should be listening to this podcast with my face on you three times. That's right. <laughs> I just want my face on you three times. Kind of covered it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, let's go to the games that occurred around the state this past weekend. Let's first start with the Thursday games. Chaska, Eveleth Gilbert. I was watching this one live on the CHBN. I don't know what that is, but thanks for uh, broadcasting. Your camera quality is really bad, and uh, this is my other thing that I have to complain with you, is that you changed the battery on your camera with two minutes left in the game. You yeah, know, I saw that. I was kind of mad, too. Like, the fight uh, stopped. You can't do it in between periods or something? Come on, dude. All right, but we'll first start out with that game. Chaska, top 10, top 5 for me in A last week, drops to an unranked single-A team. 5-4, Eveleth beats Chaska. Jared, thoughts on the game? Oh, that was a huge surprise. I had two or three Eveleth boys snap me, talking about how pumped they were, and uh, give them a shout-out on the podcast. So boys for taking a big dub. But um, also, that's I saw it was 3-0. I looked on Twitter, and all of a sudden, I'm like, what? That was unbelievable. How many? They have five D1 points on that Chaska team. It's a ton. Like, they're yeah, loaded. It's a ton. They, they, have, they just have an overload of everything on that team. I mean, it's insane. That was insane when I saw that. What were your thoughts? You know, I was watching it, and Eveleth got the job done. You know what I mean? They kind of just stomped them from the beginning of the game. Chaska was trying to play catch up the whole game. They almost did catch up, too. I yeah, saw that. Too. It was close. Was... They had the puck in the offensive zone for the majority of that third period. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
<laughs> All right, we'll go to the next game. Greenway 3, Virginia 2. Virginia had a lead, I think it was 2-1 at one point in that game. And I thought for sure Greenway was going to go down. And then two of my top five teams were going to go down on the same night. Didn't happen. Greenway pulls it out. Jared, thoughts? Not much of a surprise to me there. They, Greenway is always a solid team in single A. They're going to be a powerhouse this year. I still got a feeling they're going to win that Section 7 section championship this year yeah our guest in the next segment ryan might uh have something to say about that though jerry yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) you know what i was surprised it was this close but it was at virginia i guess like maybe they have some hostile environment that i don't know about but you know what they got the job done they were down late and still got the job done so like they don't really need to worry about it too much their big games are coming up this weekend which we'll get to those games later in picks but let's get to the friday games uh there's one friday game we're gonna save until the very end uh you at home probably know which game it was so we're just going to stick to the games around the state not around pine county hermantown three wyzetta four in ot uh i never got the chance to see any of this any of this game but looking at the score that's for a powerhouse single a team and a double a mediocre double a team i'd say they're a little on the better side but that's still pretty good for hermantown it's not really a loss for them because it was against a good double a team doesn't go against them that hard. Hermantown, you know how they uh, started their season my senior year of high school? I know Ryan will talk about it later. It was all one and one. They lost their first game, tied their second game. You know what they did this year? And these are the same two teams they're playing. They lost their first game and won their second. So do you think they yeah. can go on a 30-game streak? I think they probably have a chance to do it. No, I'm just kidding. They're not kidding. They should. They, they should. Mean, they, you they, never know. They have they talent. Should. They have talent, but, dude, they have to play so many good teams. Like, they have to go to Cathedral this year. They have to go, you know, just a lot of good games going around. And that's probably, like, it's going to be tough, but they could do it, I guess. I'm I'm not putting it out. Yeah. Hermantown's a good squad, but Wyzetta pulling it out, you know, that's a good thing for them because if they would have lost to a single-A team, probably yeah, would have went down. For them. Which, it's, which is BS on their part because Hermantown shouldn't be a single-A team at this point. They're such a powerhouse in single-A. They moved St. Thomas up for being a powerhouse in single-A. Why don't you move Hermantown up? I kind of get it because of the the enrollment thing like they're a single a team but you know this game's kind of what i expected i guess when you have a top tier double a team and a top tier single a team you expect that top tier double a team to come out and hermantown was close but top tier double a team came out in front yep. you know all right the next game war road zero cathedral seven. Oh, the score was a little surprising on this one i thought it would have been a tad closer war road i'm pretty sure made up in the rankings in the top 10 so but i mean it just goes to show how good cathedral offense is last week i had war road at my number six and cathedral at my number two and there's a reason that both of these teams are up there so there must be that big of a drop off between two and six and single a like it, yeah. it's insane this year if this is how it's gonna go if cathedral is gonna score seven every game but that's how works though it's always the top top four teams are all close and then there's like the next 10 teams that are dead on dead even pretty much that's true speaking of cathedral scoring seven goals on saturday east grand forks went into the mac to face cathedral seven to two win for the crusaders seven to two jerry Seven to yeah, two. Yeah, just like the last game, that's still another surprise. East Grand Forks was easily in my top five, and they're supposed to be still a single powerhouse. And really, it goes to show how good this Cathedral offense is. Yeah, and once is, the, uh, really all you can say. The Drew Steele myself was in attendance, and they were so like pow. You know, what I mean, their offense just kept rolling and rolling. East yep. Grand, East Grand Forks literally probably only had five offensive opportunities the whole game like five good scoring opportunities the whole game where cathedral was always in their zone always scoring at one point it was uh 
East Grand had a power play, and it was probably the most even it had been the whole game, like, on the ice. Really? Yeah, like, Cathedral was just controlling that whole game. Pretty sure last year they dropped it to East Grand Forks, too. It was, like, 5-2 to two or something like that. I think that might have been come the... back and just take him out this game. I think, that I think that might have been the game where Xander took the major penalty. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> and <laughs> it was one shift. He was playing varsity and then that was his last game. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the ice yesterday. Uh, Brown was just kind of rolling random pairs out there. So he, <laughs> he was like with Reed and Reed Bogenholm and with uh, with John Bell once or twice. Like they just kept rolling random pairs out. And <laughs> I snapped Weed in a picture of uh, of Xander out there with the top defenseman and Whedon's like well they must be up by a billion then because he's like Brown doesn't trust Xander apparently that's what Whedon says this is my credit to Whedon he doesn't trust Xander which to be fair in his one shift last year Xander took a major penalty so you know Cathedral's looking powerful speaking of teams looking Powerful, at least over other teams in the 2-1-8. Duluth East beats the team that beat Hermantown 3-2. They beat Wyzetta. So, does this say that Duluth East could automatically beat Hermantown if they played? Um, well, first of all, Duluth East will never play Hermantown because they don't want to play Hermantown. Yeah, because it ran Until they go double A. But, um, I think a Hermantown-Duluth East game would be fun to watch. That would be a very enjoyable game to watch because each team has a couple guys that are outstanding, like Blake Biondi and Ryder Donovan. Yeah, but, top I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that? I mean, I would love to see that game happen, and you might get to see it next season if Hermantown moves up, but will Hermantown yeah. move up? We're talking about it now, so probably not. We always talk about Hermantown moving up, and they never do. Maybe with the that's also been the talk for how many years now though. Well, exactly. Like, and yeah. that's what that's what I was kind of getting at is that like they we always say they should move up and they never do, but again this is the first realignment with a new coach, so that might be something maybe Andrews wants to have them play at Double A. I don't know, but I yeah. feel, I feel like their talent pool might go down a little bit because of the fact that like. Sandlin and Sandberg both were in the Hermantown district, but like, you know what I mean? Like, they might, like, the top tier teams might be like, if Duluth, you have the option of Hermantown and Duluth East right now, you know. Go Duluth East and Double A. Yeah, if they're both in Double A, you'll go to Duluth East. But if you, right now with Single A, you know Hermantown's going to be in the tournament every single year. Yep. All right. But enough with the Hermantown Duluth East talk. Let's get back to the game you guys have all been waiting for on Friday night. The Monticello Moose come in to the Pine City Civic Center to tie 2-2. Two to two. Jared, what are your thoughts on a tie against a team that's been to state the past two years? They just took St. Michael Albertville to overtime, so let's keep that. So let's, Pine City could basically take St. Michael Albertville into overtime. Is that what that means? Uh, no, we would, we would destroy STMA. <laughs> Yeah, I, that's work. That's 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 what I would think too. But like, I feel like we destroy most teams, but we tie this game, Jared. Why is that? Uh, well, first of all, the shots are forty-two to twenty-eight in favor of Monticello. So, from what I was told, Alex Laven played very well. 
controlled his rebounds. He really, I heard the goals that went in were actually pretty good goals too. Is one thing. Um, but I heard there's a lot of penalties too. I don't know. I wasn't at the game. I wanted to be there, but I'm sure I'll be going to the next few games here because I'll be home. But I was very surprised seeing they're up two to one going into the third. I thought they were going to win, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What were your thoughts? Because you were there, weren't you? Yeah, me and Sam Getzinger made the tra- made the hike back home. Uh, you know, after the game, I compared it. So, you know, there's always that saying, like, a tie is like kissing your sister. Jared, you know that saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, this tie is like kissing, like, Kate Upton, like... This tie's like very like this is a good tie for Pine City. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Like yeah. we just proved that we can compete in this section and we proved what we said all along is that we could compete at this level and guess what? We proved that Friday night. I like that. I have a few things I want to notice note out. The third period, Monticello just completely owned the Dragons like the entire period. The dragons kept trying. Yeah, exactly. They kept trying. They kept. They kept that puck in the offensive end. Eventually, you knew that Monticello was going to score when it was two on. At one point, I told my buddy that I, I thought we were going to lose for sure because of it. You know what? We held our. We held. We held even, which I'm fine with. They, we let one in. The other thing I want to mention is that uh, what's his name, Dahlheimer for. Monticello, yep. Troy Dolheimer. That guy controlled the game. Anytime he was on the ice, I couldn't, I could barely watch because he, he was just so much faster than anybody on either team. Yeah, chance both after their chance, goals too. So yeah, exactly. Like, he he was their entire team, but our entire team, Dusty Bergstrom, literally played all eight minutes of overtime, Jared. <laughs> did he really? Did not come off the ice once. You could tell Nickel wanted him to come off. You like looked at him. Dusty would just turn around and skate back to the face-off dot. <laughs> and towards the end of I... <laughs> towards the end of overtime, you could you could tell that he was tired. Like he, that Dahlmeyer kid had an odd man rush with with another kid from Monticello and. Dusty's just like trying to catch up, and you can just tell he's just gassed. But he's out there for the boys, you know what I'm saying? I I texted Dusty right after the game and asked him how the game went. The only thing he could say to me was, "We tied." <laughs> <laughs> probably too tired to type anything else, out. He's like, good. <laughs> yeah, he's probably too tired to type, dude. Yeah, I know. It's funny. No, but it, like I said, this is. One of the best case scenarios that could happen. Me, Al Bergstrom, and I were talking after the game. He says that's a huge tie, and I said, you know what? We control our own destiny now because if we went out against North Branches, Chisago Lakes of the world, we still have a chance at that one seed. If somehow Monticello yeah. drops to one of them, we still have a chance at that one seed. Or even ties one of them too, and if we beat them all, I mean that. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was a crazy, that was a crazy game for Pine City. That's never had really happened. I mean, in the last what five years? Well, no, more I, than that. I don't ever <laughs> think that's happened where we tie a team no. that that has the went to a state champion. that has been back-to-back section champs, went to the state championship the one year, lost in overtime in the state championship, 
and then Pine, they come into Pine City two years later and tie us. What? Yeah, it's, uh, that was crazy. It's something else, man. It's something else. But you know what? I think we've had enough talking about the talk around the state. You know what I want to do kind of, Jared? What? I kind of want to transition. Let's go into this interview with Ryan Sandlin. Great little talk with him. And uh, I hope you guys all enjoy it. We now welcome on two-time state champ, future Mankato state product, Penticton V alternate captain, Ryan Sandlin. Ryan, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great, boys. It's, uh, it's good to be back on the podcast. Uh, exciting stuff. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be back. I love it. How does it feel to be the first person to call in from Canada? Like, this is, we're international now, boys. You guys are international, and I am just proud to say I am a part of it. You guys are branching out, and can't wait to see where this podcast goes because you guys are great at what you do. So uh, it looks as if you found your groove up there this season. You already have over 10 more points than last season. Uh, what has led to your success this season? Um. I think this summer uh, I just I was really committed to getting better, getting faster. Uh, the year before, I felt like I was behind the play a lot. And this summer, my coaches wanted me to work on speed and quickness, and that's really all I focused on this summer after I did shoulder rehab. So, yeah, I just feel like I can keep up with the pace, and I feel like I have a little bit of offensive touch to my game, as you guys saw back in high school, and I think it's sort of coming out right now. And it's it, it's fun it's fun to be at the rink, and pucks are going in, so I'm not I'm not going to complain at all. I like that. Now, is it true that Canadians only eat bacon and maple syrup? It is not. In fact, most Canadians don't even like when they mix up and go together. So, really, oh, they don't like. They don't, really? they don't like dipping their bacon in maple syrup, you know. I'm, I am, I am a full advocate for that. I think it's, uh, I think it's a pretty good treat. But that some some Canadians don't like it, which it blew my mind when I heard that. Does, now the real question is: uh, Have you seen a Sasquatch up there yet? I have not. I have not seen oh, a Sasquatch. Still looking though. Still looking. All right, that's good. <laughs> Next question, does Timmy's taste better up there than it does here? Because we got one in St. Cloud now. 100%. Oh, it it's does? It's not even a debate. The Timmy's up here is so good. You, it is so good. You go Timbits or you go full donuts? Uh, I go full donuts, maple dip, full donut. All right, all right. I respect that. Mm. Uh, then have you noticed yourself saying A a lot more? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is uh, – when you live up here for two years, you sort of just get it right in, uh, right in the old vocabulary, eh? You know, that's how it goes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, th- this one isn't even in our uh, script that I wrote up last night. But can you? All right. So in the semifinals, we, you know, we have a big cathedral following on our podcast. Semifinals, your senior year, you go off. One one person in particular named Matt Whedon isn't a big fan of you. Can you like ease him <laughs> over, like ease him to the sandal inside? Um, we'll see. I don't know. Um, that one probably stings pretty hard for some of those cathedral kids. They thought they had it in the bag, I think. So, 
I think everybody thought they I had it in a bag, try, though. If I, if I can try and ease them over, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do it to you guys, but it was <laughs> – I had to do it. Now, he is That's a big about fan. It. I, I think know. he's a big fan of your I don't know, dad I don't now. know what else I can do to get, get, in, get back in their hearts. I don't think they like me very much, considering I pulled out the heartbreaker. Yeah, true. Did you? Next question was: Did you see that we were smiling when you scored? Really, we were in the section, and like you kind of came right to us. All right, good. I, I was. Did. I, I saw the picture too with you guys in the background. <laughs> so I knew, I knew deep, I knew deep down you guys wanted wanted us to win. Deep down. I wore a Hermantown long sleeve <laughs> shirt that said Sandlin on the back to the rink that day too. I would like to point that out. You know, the homemade jer- the homemade jersey. You got a picture with my mom with that too. Yeah, dude. I wheel moms, dude. What can I say? Scott, watch out. She, she loves the podcast. <laughs> she loves you guys. I love it. I love it. You know, we, we we try to hit the we try to hit the heartstrings of everybody out there. Miss Sandlin, if you're listening, what's up? That's all I gotta say. <laughs> now, with you being a Hermantown alum, obviously you're a little biased towards your hometown. But is this the year where another team could take them down? You know, I think they're going to make another run at it. I think they're the best team in single A. So, I I don't know. I don't see anybody taking them down this year. They they got upended by Alexandria last year. Pour my heart out seeing them not play in the championship game. But I think they got it this year. They got They got a good team. So, Dude, I saw Cathedral yesterday, though. Cathedral pumped seven on East Grand, and East Grand was just, like, startled the whole game. Their offensive power is insane. I'm just telling you. If you know, Cathedral no, could do it. No, I don't doubt that. Cathedral's got a good team again, too, so. And they're all young, too. But, yeah, Biondi and Goats, I don't know how you say that. Is it Goats or Gots or? Goats, yeah. Goats, all right. I like that. I like that. All right. Now, if you, the listener at home, don't know, we do trivia now with the prize being a PC Tourney Boys hat. Ryan, you will have Jared as a lifeline on one of the questions. If you get a perfect three for three, you get the hat. You ready? I'm ready. All right, question number one. The song Taking Care of Business, your guys' high school win song, is sang by which of the following Canadian rock groups? A, Loverboy. B, Bachman Turner Overdrive. C, Glass Tiger or D Rush? I'm gonna go with B Bachman Turner Overdrive. Yeah, I figured. Yep. You, you, I figured I'd give you a cupcake to start off. That is correct. Figured I'd give you a cupcake. Good. You know. Right on. You're welcome. Question number two: In your senior year of high school, your team won the state championship. What was the number of consecutive wins you had to win the title? Is it A 22? B25, C28, or D29? We ran the table after we lost in tide. I'm going to 29, boys. I knew that one from the That one is dead on correct. This nice. Last, this last one is, might test you're in Sandberg's friendship here if you get this one wrong, so you better watch out. Question, oh, boy. Here we go. Question number three. Your high school buddy, Dylan Sandberg, has a total of how many points in his collegiate career? A, 15, B, 17, C, 21, or D, 25? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to have to – I, I got to say 
he doesn't have he doesn't go low at fifteen, and I know he doesn't have in his twenties. So I'm going to seventeen, boys. He he's not in the twenties yet. That is dead on correct. Yeah, you. Oh you're, my, dude, dude, you get the hat. Do you want the next question? Is do you want it signed by the two of us before we? And also, I'm probably not going to do international shipping, so you're going to have to come get it from us. But you want it signed? I don't blame too? you. You could ship it. You could ship it to my house. All right, I like that. Back home. I'll deliver it myself. I'll deliver it myself so Mrs. Sandlin and I can catch up on all the times. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> up next, we got the top five segment, and Ryan will join us later for picks. That was a nice little interview with Ryan Sandlin. Obviously, you'll hear from him later in picks with us. But you know what? It's time for us to judge the teams around the state. Put a number in front of them. We're going to do top fives. Jared, are you ready for top fives? Oh, yeah. Let's start with your double A top five, Jared. Who you got up there? Uh, for my number five, I got Andover. They are showing that they are a top five double A team right now. Then my number four, I got Edina. That's some sad things, but nothing really much to talk about. Maple Grove, I got for my number three. They're still showing that they're meant to be up there. I got number two, Duluth East. He came home with a big dub against uh, YZ and White Bear Lake this weekend. And then I got my number one, still Minnetonka. Still undefeated. I can respect that. We have uh, quite a few similar teams. Only one difference in our top five. My number five, Andover, just like you said. You know, every other team. Yep. My top five last week included Chaska in my top five. They lost to a single-A team. You know what? Get them out of there. Get the Huskies in. No, my number four team, Hill Murray. Uh, my reason for having Hill Murray in the top five at the beginning ah. of the season was because of Ben Helgeson. Ben Helgeson is currently not on the team. He is playing juniors. But you know what? They still got the job done, so you can't knock a team out when they didn't lose. My number three, Maple Grove, just as you said before. You know, they've uh, they tied they beat Edina in a shootout, and so I knocked Edina out and Maple Grove's in. Number two, Duluth East. Uh, Ryder Donovan, solid. They took down uh, two teams. They took on Wyzetta and White Bear this weekend. Two good wins for the club. And at number one, I have Minnetonka. You know, Mac Motsko and the boys up there. Oh yeah, on the lake of the riches, as I like to call it. Lake of the Riches. I kind of like that. They should change the name from Lake Minnetonka to Lake of the Riches. Oh, yeah, I, that's that'd be a good name for it. <laughs> True. Uh, <laughs> now let's go to single A, Jared. To five to one. Who you got? Uh, my single A number five is Edwin. You know, coming out with that big win against Chaska, that uh, proves that they are a good single A team right now. And my number four, I got. Um, well, I had East Grand up there last week, and I'm still thinking about keeping them there. But uh, and then my number three, I got Hermantown. And number two, I got Greenway. And then number one, I got Cathedral. No Pine City? No, I, I you know, I want to have Pine City up there. They're probably right now my solid six. <laughs> I like that. Having, having them ready just in case one of these teams lose. I got if you. We, if we had a six, if we did top six, it would be number six right now. All right. I like that. I like that. 
All right, five to one for me. Five Eveleth. You know, you take down a top ten double A team if you're a single A team, automatically bumps you up there. I know they lost to somebody early in the year. You know what? Throw that loss out. You beat a you beat a double A team with a bunch of commits on it. Number five Eveleth. Number four TRF. Just really trying to set up a top five matchup between Cathedral and TRF this weekend. You know, makes you're it sound really better. liking TRF, aren't you? You know what? They they haven't done anything to knock themselves out. East Grand looked horrible against Cathedral. They uh couldn't do anything offensively. So, and I know it might just be because they were playing Cathedral and they might be that good. But you know what? Yeah. TRF's my number four. East Grand's not up there. Number three, I got Herman. Okay. Number three, I got Hermantown. Lost to a Double A team. Also beat a Double A team though. So Hermantown's at three. Number two, Cathedral with all that offensive scoring power. You gotta have them up there. It's really close. What? It's it's really like one and one a. I've had Greenway at number one all season already. So well, actually, I had Pine City at one, and then then Greenway hopped up last week. I'm gonna keep Greenway at one, Cathedral at two. You know, a good one two mm. matchup coming up on Friday between Greenway and Cathedral at Greenway. Jared, how close is Greenway to you? Oh, uh, well, it's just east of Rapids. So probably about hour and a half. Hour and a half. You know, you yeah. might, you know, are you busy I Friday? I make an appearance there. Are you busy Friday? Uh, Friday I was probably going to come home, so I mean, I could meet you in Greenway. I like this, I like this. What time is the game at 7? Probably. Yeah, I could probably go to it. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of digging going to this game because this will be, this could go down as the biggest game of the season in single A. You want to, you want to meet me in Rapids? Yeah, we could probably do that. Maybe uh, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll get the details later. But uh, all you folks up in Greenway, if you're listening, just watch out. You might have uh, you might have <laughs> Drew Steele and Jared Kotak coming at you. Uh, and then number one, I have Greenway. I probably said that already, but so I have Greenway Cathedral, Hermantown, TRF, Eveleth, at one through five. All right, all right, all right. You know, all right. I think it's a solid top five on both sides on on yours and mine. Eveleth, realistically, do I think they're going to be a top five team at the end of the year? Probably not. Do I even think they honestly could be ranked fourth in their section? Because Virginia is not bad. You could throw Hibbing up there too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's that's a tough section. That's the wide open section, but Hermantown on top at the moment. But oh, uh, I well, agree. Greenway, Greenway on top. Yeah. Never mind. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's all I got for picks, Jerry. You got anything else for picks? You want or not for picks for top five? Um, no, I have nothing else. You know what? I hear I hear a little music in the background right now, Jerry. And you know what? You guys at home, you guys know what that music means. Picks coming up next on the PC Turning Boys podcast. Are y'all ready for picks? Alright guys, you know what that music means. It's time for picks. Again, we have special guest picker Ryan Sandlin on. Ryan, are you pretty confident with your skills right now with how your picks are going to go this week? I know Tony last week came in cocky. 
I mean, he he. We tied one of the games. I don't know. I, we don't really keep a record of it. But do you feel confident? You think you can beat Tony? I think so. I, Tony's seen more high school hockey than me over this fall, so I might be a little rusty on who's good, who's not. But I think I got. I think I think I got a good shot. I think I can beat him. All right, all right. So we're gonna start out with three rapid fire, three rapid fire ones. So I'll give one. Everybody, give your answer quick. No reason, just throw it out there. You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Rapid fire. Yep. St. Thomas Academy Cadets at the Eden Prairie Eagles. Ryan. Uh, I'm going STA. Jared. I'm going St. Thomas. I'm going to go EP because of the two middles. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to give reasons. Never mind. I'm sorry. Rapid fire. Hill Murray at Matamidi. Ryan. Hill Murray. Jared. Hill Murray. Drew. Matamidi. I don't know. I feel like single A. No, damn. <laughs> I keep trying to give reasons. It's tough. This is tough, boys. You know, my mind's just programmed to work that way. Last rapid <laughs> fire. Warroad at Virginia. Ryan. Ooh, Warroad. Jared. Warroad. I'm going to go Warroad, too. All right, now we're out of the rapid fire mode. I'm going to, I want to give my reasons because of middle stats on EP and Matamidi because the other two picked the other ones. I'm sorry, guys. But, that's fair. That, that's fair. All right, so we'll go next game. Now, you can give your reasons, do whatever you want on this. This is number one and number two in my mind in single A. Now, Ryan's obviously going to be a little biased towards Hermantown being in the top two. But St. Cloud Cathedral Crusaders travel to Greenway to face the Raiders, the Crusader-Raider action. Ooh. Ryan, who you got? This is tough. I know Greenway's got a good team and Cathedral's really good too. Um, is it up in Greenway? Yeah, it's in Greenway. I'm going with Greenway Ooh. then. The refs up there are extremely biased. And it's it's pretty hard to win in the snake pit. That's one of the hardest places to play. So I'm going with Greenway. Throwing shade. I love it, Jared. I'm going to have to go with Cathedral. It's going to be a damn close game, but I just yeah, think Cathedral's offense that. is going to power over Greenway. This is tough because, like I said, I think Greenway was number one and Cathedral is number two in my mind right now. Over the weekend, that might have switched, but like they're so close together with talent. But Cathedral's offense lighting up two top ten teams this past weekend with seven goals in each game. I just think they have so much offensive firepower that Cathedral will pull away in this game. Yeah, if the if the, it, it honestly depends on the refs, man. The refs up there are brutal, so bad. I kind of so biased. I kind of like so. that though, to be honest with you. Give Greenway a little advantage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next game. Speaking of Greenway, the Greenway Raiders on Saturday will travel to East Grand Forks to face the Green Wave. Ryan, who you got? Are these games back-to-back? Is Greenway playing a back-to-back? Yeah, they're playing Friday, and then they travel to East Grand Forks on Saturday. Ooh. I like East Grand. That's a tough back-to-back travel schedule. That's a long ways to go after playing a tough one on Friday night against probably the be- one of the best teams in the state. So I like, I like East Grand. All right, Jerry? 
Well, for East Strand getting blown out by Cathedral, I'm going to have to go with Greenway. You know what? Last week I had faith in East Grand Forks. And, you know, they kind of they kind of disappointed me. And then I saw them live just get their hearts torn out of their chests. But you know what? Insert their hearts back in, boys. East Grand Forks is going to come away with the dub here. Saint- <laughs> the next game, the St. Thomas Academy Cadets travel to Victoria, Minnesota to face the Holy Family Fire. Ryan, who you got? Oh, oh boy. Um, I'm going to go... STA, the Christy Christie boys are pretty good, so I, I like I like that I'm taking down Holy Family. I don't know I don't I don't know anybody on Holy Family this year, so. All right, Jer. Well, I'm gonna have to go with STA because Holy Family is already 0 3 at the start of the season, so I'm pretty sure St. Thomas Academy can easily take them out. No, obviously no Jared Mo, no Ben Almquist there. So, like, we don't have any connections with Holy Family anymore. But I really don't – this is, like, private school, like, private school versus private school, and I don't really like private schools. So I'm going to pick a tie. Tie. Perfect. <laughs> Do the old Pine City Monticello tie. Give them that. There it is. All right. On, on Saturday as well, the St. Cloud Cathedral Crusaders, mm-hmm. after going to Greenway on Friday – Go to Thief River Falls to face the Prowlers. Ryan, who you got? Uh, I got Cathedral. I like it. Just right to the point. Mm. Simple, simple, simple reasons, I don't think. I don't think Thief River Falls is that good. I don't know. They weren't very good when my senior year when we played. I don't know if they've gotten any better. I know Bushy's brothers there. But Cathedral sounds like they got some good offense going. So I like Thief to lose at home. <laughs> Even though they're playing at the Ralph. Dude, their rink is sick. I've never been there, but oh, like, yeah. I kinda wanna go just because like dude, I think it's hosted a juniors tournament. Am I wrong by that? No, they hosted the World Juniors, you're right. Yeah, I think that's silk. Like I kinda wanna go, but it's a long drive, so I probably won't. Jared, who you got? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with the Crusaders. But uh I'll be another close one, just like the Greenway game. Okay, so I picked Cathedral on that Greenway game. Lots of travel this weekend, but you know what? Money's not tight in Cathedral, and they'll be rolling around in the best <laughs> buses possible. So I'm going to go with the Crusaders <laughs> here because they're not going to feel any bus leg or anything like that because it's literally like they'll be sitting in a hotel suite all weekend probably. <laughs> Money is not tight, no way. All right, and then the game of the week. This one will be taking place at the Pine City Civic Center. Moose Lake, they just took down Cambridge last night, a double-A team. (laughs) But does Moose Lake have a chance against the Pine City Dragons? Ryan, Moose Lake Rebels, Pine City Dragons, who you got? Boys, I got a ride with Pine City. You know me, big Dragons fan. Especially coming on the podcast, cannot pick against the Dragons. I'm going to Pine City all the way here. They might win by five. I like that. And by five, I like it. Jer, who you got? Oh, <clears throat> uh, this is a no-brainer, Moose Lake. They barely have a program right now, so I'm going to have to go with the Dragons winning by eight. Eight, okay. So, last last week, I picked the Dragons to win, or two weeks ago, I picked the Dragons to win by 100 
against St. Paul Highland Park. They won by six. Then last week, I picked them to win by 100 again against Monticello, and we tied. So I'm going to pick the Dragons to win by 100. This isn't this is an easy pick. This is triple-digit win obvious right here. Moose Lake, garbage. You know what? Flaming, flaming freaking poop bag. You know what I'm saying? Oh, those little kids put poop on my step again. Yeah, that's right. Billy Madison quote there. Probably wasn't the direct quote, but you know what? I'm over it. Dragons by 100. I like that. I like that. All right. So, So that would be the end of the podcast, everybody. Obviously, go and check it out on Spotify. You're probably listening on Spotify. If you're not listening on Spotify... Props to you for going out and listening to it twice because you probably listened to it on Spotify already. Obviously, if you need more PC Tourney Boys, go to PCTourneyBoys.com or PC Tourney Boys on Twitter. Obviously, just at PC Tourney Boys and then throw a Z at the end instead of an S because, you know, that's what the cool kids do nowadays. Last but not least, if you want to wear what the pros wear, you want to get that hat like Ryan's going to get, you know what? Go to PCTBZ.com. For all your PC Tourney Boys apparel, you know, I was rocking a six sweatshirt the other day. Nice material. Everybody's drooling over it. They're like, oh, my gosh, is that you on your sweatshirt? And I'm like, yeah, it is. But, again, thanks to Ryan for joining us. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week.